you have your Bibles, turn with me to the Mark. Mark, the book of Mark, chapter 10, chapter 10. This month, uh, is, we're going to be dealing with the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. We're going to be dealing, uh, coming up, we have resurrection coming up Sunday, which is, the, I think, which is next week, amen. Easter's coming up. And uh, sometimes I tell people, people get all weird and they're like, oh, we don't believe in, we don't believe in the Easter bunny. We don't believe in all the eggs and I don't, you know, all these weird stuff. And I say, you know, let me tell you the simplicity of it. As long as we preach Jesus and we do the resurrection power, let your kids enjoy a little candy. Come on, Come on somebody. It's a little, it's, it's a, we know it's not, we, they teach them in Sunday school really well. You guys seen it last week. They came and did a performance like it was tremendous. They did their, their, their they, they do scriptures better than us. <laughs> they, they sang and they did so much, but they're teaching them very well in the Sunday school. They're teaching them the word of God. They're doing scriptures. They're doing so much. And they're teaching them where, 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 where Easter is about and what it's about. And, and we do a simple little thing, amen, with eggs and stuff like that. Tell people, don't get all weird on me, amen. Uh, um, just enjoy yourself and allow God to be God. Come on, somebody, amen. Amen. Mark, Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10. The resurrection power. Now, now I want you to catch this if you can this morning. Man, there is so much power in the resurrection. If it wasn't for the resurrection, there wouldn't be you and I today. Now, even before the resurrection, if it wasn't for the crucifixion, for what he went through, we wouldn't be here today. So there's three things that took place. There was the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascendment. And today I want to talk about before even the crucifixion. I want to talk about before the resurrection. I want to talk about before the ascendment. Now the reason why is because Jesus knew he was a resurrection God. He knew who he was. See, when you know who you are, it's easy to function in the house of God. When you know what God has called you to do, what God called you to be, it's easy to function. See, come on somebody. Jesus knew who he was. Jesus knew who he was. This morning, my question to you, do you know who you are? Thank you. Do you know who you are and do you know what you can do? Because there's so much you and I can do if we allow ourselves to function under the hand of God and under the amen, the direction of the Holy Ghost. See right here, the Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 46, says these words. Now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho. With his disciples and had a great multitude behind, excuse me, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Termah, sat by the road begging. And when he heard what was going on, Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Father, we thank you this morning for your power that's in this house, for your presence, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you would just speak to us. Lord, I pray that you would help us to understand your word, Father God. Lord, that you would just move in our lives, Father God. That you would direct us, Father God, and guide us. That you would cause us to understand your resurrection power, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. I, I want you to see here as, as Jesus begins to function and Jesus begins to go through, through, through his life and walk in his course because he knows who he is and he knows what he's doing. 
He's done so many things here about this time already. He's, he's, he, had, he, had been, he had been baptized. He, he's, he's, he's been appointed by God. And, and God has said, this is my son who I'm well pleased of. And, and a dove came and recognized him. And, and right after that, he goes into temptation. He goes, amen, into, into the wilderness to be tempted by the enemy. And he goes into some preparation. Because we're all going to be prepared. We're all going to go through stuff. And he's going through these things and he's going through all this stuff. And he comes out victorious. He, he, he beats three temptations in his life. He goes through all these different changes. And right after that, he goes and he begins to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. He goes and he begins to function and he goes, he begins to go heal and do all these great things. So he's at the point right now where he's, a, he's about to heal blind Barnabas. And, and he's about to do this great thing here. And all of a sudden, here is the blind man sitting on the ground, or wherever he's at, and he's crying out to him, Son of David, have mercy on me. Amen. Son of David, have mercy on me. Now here's the picture that I want to go into here this morning. And all of a sudden, the Bible says in verse 49, so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. Now, this is funny. Here's the disciples, and, and I, I want you to see this today, that God wants to resurrect something in you. Amen. Amen. God wants to resurrect something in us. God wants to resurrect something in us. I, come on, so I, I, I don't know, amen, what has died in you. I don't know what has, what has been lost. But I know, amen, I've been serving God for over 20-some years, and, and I, I, I've been through some changes. I've been through some struggles. I've been through some loss. I've been through some pains. I've lost some passions. I lost some desires. I lost some hungers. I, I, I lost focus. I've even lost my vision at one time. And, and all these things that I've went through, I know God will always come back and resurrect it again. Come on, somebody. I know God has always been there to resurrect it again. So my thing to you this morning, God wants to resurrect something in us. Amen. And all of a sudden, here he is. And, and the disciples, church, the disciples are telling him, first of all, to be quiet. Because I know disciples are crazy. If you've never been a disciple, amen, when you become one, you're, you're, you're a little nuts, amen. And, and, and sometimes you, 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 over, you overthink stuff. Sometimes disciples overthink things, and sometimes disciples only live by law and no grace. I've been a disciple. I'm still a disciple, amen. I remember my pastor, when I, when I got a sentence on my pastor 23 years ago. He began to work with me, and all of a sudden, I, everything he said, it became like law. Boom, boom, boom. He said this. He, I didn't know how to flex. I don't know how to be bendable. I don't know, know how to have grace and mercy. You don't hear me, though. Amen. And, and, and so I had to learn this. So here's the disciples. They're with Jesus, and they're the same way. They're the same way. They're just, you know, stay away from him. Get away from him. Stop. Stay away. Be quiet. Now listen to what I'm going to say. All of a sudden, Jesus tells, hey, hey, you know, bring him to him. Get him up. Bring him over here. So all of a sudden, oh, hey, brother, praise the Lord. The disciples change all of a sudden. The disciples, all of a sudden, the disciples change. I, I need you to see this so you can understand where I'm going with this. All of a sudden, listen, when they tell him, oh, be a good cheer. Arturo, be a good cheer. Arturo, praise the Lord. I know you're blind, but come on, get up. Now, now, now listen where I'm going to go. I need you to see this. He is calling you and throwing aside his garments, he rose and came to Jesus. See, he wanted something to happen in his life. He wanted something to take place in his life. This blind man wanted something to happen. See, unless you want something to happen in your life, you won't stay stuck. 
I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay stuck. I don't want to stay stuck. The thing that he does, church, is he cries out. Someone say cry out. He cries out. And then when he cries out, there's a response to him. And the thing that he does with the response, church, he has his garments. And however he was covering his face off, however the garments of of pain, the garments of filthiness, the garments of shame, whatever garment that was on him, he said, I'm going to go before the king and I'm throwing off this garment. When he, when he stood up, he said, he says these words, listen carefully, and throwing aside his garments, he rose and came to Jesus. See, the thing about us sometimes, we come to Jesus and we don't throw off our garments. We come to the altar and we still hold on to our garments. We cry out to Jesus and we want change and we want help, but we don't release those garments. See, those garments represented who he was. Represented the beggar he was. Represented the blindness it was. Represented the sickness that was in him. See, what are the things that you need to throw off this morning? What are the things that we need to throw off this morning? Verse 51 says, And Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? Wow. See, Jesus seen a man not only ask for forgiveness, not only did he ask for forgiveness, church, listen to me, but was pressing for it. Not only did he say, you know, Lord, forgive me. Because I'm not something we say like, like Shalom, forgive me, Lord. But there's no effort behind it. There's, there's no action behind it. Lord, forgive me from drinking and you go back and you go drink again. Lord, forgive me from smoking. Raise your leave, you go smoke again. God, deliver me, deliver me. <clears throat> Getting holy in this holy place, huh? He was able, church, to not only step up, but take off. Take off the garments of shame, the garments of pain, the garments of a circle, the garments of repeated over and over and over again. And he threw them off and she said, oh my God. Oh, Arturo. You really want this, so what do you want from me? Come on, somebody. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you want from me, brother? Love? What, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Come on, somebody. I, I want to hang out with you. What, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Because I know what you want, but what do you, do you know what you want? Oh, come on, sir. I know what you, but do you really know what you want? And he's saying this, and all of a sudden, there's something happens to him. Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want I should do to you? The blind man said to him, Lord, that I may receive my what? Sight. I need you to resurrect my sight. I need you to give me back my sight. Come on, somebody. I, I need you to give me back the ability to see. The ability to see. Now, I need you to see this in two perspectives if you can. See, God will revive your sight and heal you physically. We also revive you a vision again for you can see again. Come on, somebody. Amen. He'll do it in the physical and he'll do it in the spiritual. 
other words, he's saying, will you restore to me my sight? Will you cause me to see vision again? Can I see the vision of the house again? I've lost the vision. I need to see this vision again. A lot of times we, we, we lose our vision. We lose our way. And we get lost in all these weird things, weird stuff. God is saying to us, I will restore your vision. Amen. Come on, I will restore your vision. I will restore your vision. Wow. I'll never forget when, when our pastor, my pastor sent me out. About, it's been about 13 years. We've been out here about 13 years. First couple of years, we went at it. We were renting a building in our, our, in our Lanza, and where was it in? Arlanza? And we were renting a building there. And we were there for about a year. After a year, the pastors that were there, they threw us out, told us we had to leave the next day after, after, we, have, after we had a big old, uh, what was it, a uh, um, celebration for a year. And the next, the next Sunday morning, I got a certificate paper, told us we had to leave, we had to go. Because why? Because we were having revival. It was growing. We outgrew that place. Now, listen carefully. Everybody would be challenged. And all of us would go through things. And we were standing out that Sunday morning. They didn't let us in service that Sunday morning. They told us we couldn't go in the church. And I had a choice to get bitter or to get better. All my wife said was, keep your hands in your pocket. <laughs> and I said, yes, ma'am. And I walked this, you know, you know, praise the Lord, you know. But nothing went down. This pastor opened his doors down the street. Now, I need you to see this. Well, we were there. We, were, we, went, we, went from, we, we, are, we went from having hundreds of people to cut down to having like about, I think like about 50, 60 people. Now, listen to what I'm going to tell you. Overnight, we jumped in that sanctuary, and we, now we, we weren't, didn't even let us in the sanctuary. They told us you could only use our, our cafe, the, the fellowship hall. So we had set up the chairs in the fellowship hall. A week went by, and I said, God, what's going on here? What's going on here? And I started, slowly, my eyesight started being lost. I said, God, did you really call me? Did you really pick me? Am I, am I, are you sure you got the right guy to do this job? I had a struggle with not losing my sight. I had a struggle with not losing my sight spiritually. Physically, I can see, but spiritually, I was losing my sight. And I had to start going, one week, two weeks went by. All of a sudden, I, see, I can barely even see through one eye. I'll never forget it. And I said, God, we, my wife were looking all over the place to try to get a bill. God spoke to me. He says, stop. Go home and pray and wait. And I was like, well, what do you think I've been doing? <laughs> but God was trying to restore back my sight. If I would have not listened, who knows where would it be at? Where would it be at? So I went and I went back over there and I, I just let it go and I told the church, well, God bless it. God knows what he's doing. Three weeks went by and all of a sudden God resurrected the church. Come on, so God resurrected the church. A pastor called me up. He told me, God told me to give you my building. Not call, he didn't tell me to sell you my building. God told me to give you my debt-free building. Over a million dollars building, $1.2 million. Don't tell me God can't restore your vision. Don't tell me God can't get you back on track. Don't tell me God cannot take care of you. We jumped inside there. We got there and we got, began to flow, began to grow. God began to do things. We went down, then we went back up and God began to move. We began to grow. We began to plant churches. God began to raise up disciples. God began to go. Then all of a sudden we got hit again. Our church burned down. 
We lost everything in the, whole, in, in the Marriott. And I need, you, I need you to see this because God restores vision. God restores vision. Maybe you're here today and you went through some changes in your life. Maybe you feel like you can't do what God wants you to do. Maybe you feel like, you know what, you miss it. You didn't miss it. Do you want God to restore your vision again? Amen. Come on, do you want God to restore your passion, your purpose, your desire? All of a sudden, the Bible says in verse 51, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabbi, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. My God, God restored, God resurrected his sight. That's the power of a resurrecting God. That's the power of resurrection. Come on, he can restore and he can give back and he can rise again. What we think is lost. Go with me really quick in Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. I love preaching on this woman. I love talking about this woman, the woman with the issues. I love talking about her because she covers so many different areas in our lives. The Bible says in Luke chapter 8 verse 43. Luke chapter 8 verse 43. says, and now a woman having an issue of blood for 12 years who had spent all their livelihood on physicians, could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. Look again, the garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, there goes the disciples again, acting weird. (laughs) When they all denied it, Peter and those with him, master, Multitudes thronged you, oppressed you, and you say, who touched me? Now, I need you to see again. Here's the picture. Here's the woman, a woman, amen, with the issues of blood. And it represents us. We, how many here have battled with issues? There's issues itself. There's many issues. There's a lot of different issues. Issues of life, financial issues, marriage issues, amen, personal issues. And there's issues that we all, physical issues. There's so many different issues. And here's a woman with the issue of blood. And she tried, amen, getting her healing through doctors and through physicians. She tried everything. She went and gave all her money, everything she had, and she gave it towards these things. And all of a sudden, she heard that Jesus, the resurrection power, the healer, the great I am, was in the house. And she showed up. And she went, but she didn't just go to church. Oh, you don't hear me though. She didn't just show up to church. She didn't just show up to revival. She didn't just show up even to a discipleship course. She showed up and she pressed. She pressed through her issues. She pressed through her her pride and through her arrogance and come on, somebody, through her shame. She, she pressed. You're gonna have to press through yourself. To get the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. And all of a sudden she pressed and she pressed and she pressed. And all of a sudden she touches the garment. She said, I'm not going to let nothing hold me back. Because there's things that will hold you back, guys. 
There's things that will hold you back from getting your breakthrough, from getting your healing. Come on, somebody, from getting your resurrection power. There's things that will try to rob you. See, I know this morning that Jesus will heal all our issues. The reason why he wants to heal all your issues, because he wants you to give you the strength to stand again. Come on, somebody. He wants you to give you the strength to stand again. To stand again, to stand again, to stand for something. He wants you to get you to give you the strength to stand again. Amen. The Bible says that she pushed through. I need you to catch this if you can with me this morning. She pushed through. Here's a woman with all well, the losing the flow of blood. I don't know about you, but you know, I I I I grew up with, with, with four sisters because I know what it is to have that in the house. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and I can know the issues and the struggles and my God, the attitudes and and the weaknesses and all these different things. And when you're going through that, you're weak. You lose a lot of blood. You're losing, you're losing. And this is 12 years straight. This is, wasn't seven days, three days, five days, two weeks. No, no, this was seven. Mm, 12 years, excuse me. Man, that's a lot of blood loss. That's a lot of weakness. That's, that's, you're talking about, she was weak. Iron deficiency there. She was missing, she was weak. But she still didn't say she's, mm. she said, I don't care. I'm going to push through these big old brutes. I'm going to push through all these men that are in the way. I'm going to push through. I'm going to push through. Come on, I'm going to push through. She pushed through and got her healing. She pushed through regardless of what was in front of her. I'm telling you this morning, are you willing to push through regardless of what's in front of you? Are you willing to push through, amen, and touch the hem of his garment? You got to push through. He got to push through. He says, man, who touched me? Who had the audacity to have faith like a mustard seed? Who had the audacity to stand and to believe and to trust even though things didn't look bright? See, the reason why God gave her back her strength for she can stand again. Because the Bible says after she got touched and healed her, she backed away and she tried to hide within the crowd. Oh, no, oh, no, he didn't. You know, who, who did it? And all of a sudden, when I try to hide. But God gave her strength to stand again, and she was standing out. She was standing out, and all of a sudden, she said, it was me. It was me. I'm telling you this morning, God wants to give you the strength to stand through your issues. Come on, he wants to resurrect strength back inside you to stand. Don't let what you're going through take you down. Don't let what you're going through bury you. You take it and you allow the strength to give you the strength to get back up. Come on, to get back up, to stand, to fight, to press on. That's the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Go with me really quick to John chapter 11. John chapter 11. John chapter 11. John chapter 11 talks about Lazarus. The death of Lazarus. Here we see Lazarus here. And Lazarus, the Bible says, in the corner, let's read verse 1, sorry, verse 1. Chapter 11, verse 1. It says, now a certain man was sick, Lazarus, 
the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with the fragment of oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Now here, here, here we're going to go continue. This is the second time he's going to read this for you. And here he's sick and they're telling him to go find out and go tell Jesus that he's sick and go see what's going on. Now let's jump to verse 17 really quick. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb for four days. He, he, Lazarus had died and they buried him in a tomb and he found that he was already been there for a couple days. You guys know the story. You guys, if, you not read the, if you don't know the story, read all verse, of, all chapter 11. It'll, it'll, it'll help you out. And the Bible says, jump down really quick to verse 23. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Your brother, come on somebody, will rise again. He said, your brother will rise again. Now, now listen to verse 24. Verse 24. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Here we go. Here we go. Jesus said to her, I am. I am. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believed in me through many died, he shall live. My God. He says, I am the resurrection God. I am the resurrection power. And if you believe in me when you die, you will live again. And if you live, you will not die. Because we serve a resurrection God. We serve a living God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a great God. We serve a God that can do anything. We serve a God that restores. A God that heals. A God that mends. That's the God that we serve. Come on, somebody. Give Jesus a good shout. Hallelujah. That's the God that we serve. And he's telling us that he says, I am the resurrection. This is before he even was crucified. This is before he was even resurrected. He knew who he was. I want you to know today, know who you are. Know what needs to get done in your life. Know what God needs to resurrect. Because when you don't, you will stay stuck. I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay stuck. I don't want to stay blind. I don't want to stay stuck in my issues. And for sure enough, I don't want to stay stuck in a tomb. Amen. 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 The Bible says that in verse 38, John chapter 11, the first, the same chapter. Then Jesus again groaning in himself, hallelujah, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone laid against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. Now, you got to see what's going on here. Here is a picture of his resurrection power. Here's a picture of him doing what he, what's about to happen to him when he goes through his crucifixion. When he goes through his death and his burial. He's showing him that, you look at, I'm doing this before it even happens. Now, you can catch this really quick if you can. And Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha and his sister of him who was dead said to him, Lord, by this time he stinks. For he is dead for many days. Now, let me tell you something. When you are in your sin, oh, you stink. Amen. Oh, you go, oh, yeah, you stink. Amen. And people can smell that sin on you. Oh, gee, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been hanging around Mr. Ganja. I got you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been at the bar. 
You've been, you've been with, with the wrong king, him, the Budweiser king. You've been the wrong king. Amen. You've been smoking the wrong stuff. Hello, somebody. Instead of, instead of smoking devils, you're smoking the wrong stuff. Because when you're in sin, it stinks. And when you're dying spiritually, you start stinking. See, I know what it is to die spiritually. And you can smell it on you. And you think, oh, you think you're, oh, you're fine. Oh, no, I'm fine. No, I'm okay, Pastor. No, you're not. You smell like death. You're the only one that can't smell it. You're so used to the way you smell, you think you don't stink no more. Ladies, you know when your husband's been wearing the same shirt over and over, you know he's got that. Take it off. But he thinks he's fine. He thinks he's cool. I got to keep it PG right there, amen. <laughs> Verse 40 says this, and Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Wow. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that I have heard, that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people, my God, who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Nazareth! Come Woo! Come forth! Half you guys jumped up, I like it. Amen. <laughs> How do you think he felt? The Bible says and records, and he who had died came out. Come on, somebody. He who had died came out bound, hand and foot, with graving clothes on his face and wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, Loosen him and let him go. My God. Church, God said to Lazarus, I know you think it's over. And I know, brothers and sisters, you think it's over for him. I know you think, you know, his sin stinks. I know it's bad, you know, because who hasn't sinned? If he hasn't sinned, you know, something wrong with you. Amen. But we all have done something wrong. And if you think you're perfect, you're in the wrong church. Hello. You done missed it up. You can leave now. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, he says, brothers and sisters, man, stop tripping. Stop tripping, man. He said, I'm going to go. I'm going to do my job. Come on, so man, I'm going to go. I'm going to move. I'm going to do my job. But he challenges the sisters to do their job. And you know what, this, what, their, what their job was? To remove that stone. Stop closing, stop closing him out from coming to the house of God. Stop holding him in that tomb just because he made a mistake. Stop, stop placing that stone in front of him because she failed, he failed. Get that stone out of the way so I can do my job because I'm the resurrection God. I'm the God who changes. I'm the God who heals. I'm the God who restores. Let me do my job. You do yours. You can't touch him. You can't heal him. You can't restore him. But just get out of the way. Mm -mm. See, the reason why God, Jesus... Got him back or woke him back up. He woke him back up to fight again. Come on, somebody. He woke him back up to fight again. Amen. Someone say to fight again. 
See, when you're dead, you don't want to fight. When you're, 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 you're caught up, you just, uh, uh. see, but God woke him up to fight again. See, how many here, that God needs to restore vision? How many that God needs to restore you, get rid of your issues so you can get back again? And how many here that God needs to revive again so he can fight again? Come on, he, re, he revived again so he can fight again. Come on, somebody. He was revived again so he can fight again. The Bible says when he stood up, this guy was bound. He was bound. He was bound. He was still caught up. I can see, I, I can just wonder how he came out. All the Easter bunny came out of us. That's, that's all the jumping I won't do. And that's probably where they got the Easter bunny at. He came out jumping out. But, he, but he, he spoke to those bondages. He spoke to those bondages and he said, let them go, man. I can just see them leap off. They'll leap off. I'm telling you today that God is a God of resurrection. Come on. Amen. There's a resurrection power taking place today. I don't know what pit you might be in. I don't know what trouble you might be in, but God knows. And he's here to take you out of it. Amen. Come on, somebody. Listen to my words this morning, if you can. To the blind man, he asked him, what do you want? To the woman, she pushed through and got it. The third, Lazarus, he responded to his voice. So I want to challenge you this morning, if we can all stand this morning, church. God is here this morning. His resurrection power is here. And he wants to resurrect in you life and life more abundantly. Maybe you're here today. Maybe I didn't maybe even cover nothing I, that you need done. But you know something needs to be resurrected inside you. God's saying, I'm here for that. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. The gospel is very simple. The gospel is simple. That a baby can crawl in it. But the gospel is so profound and so deep that a scholar would get lost in it. This morning, uh, I choose to give the simplicity of the gospel. And the simple gospel was this, that he loves us. And he was crucified for us and resurrected for us and ascended to give us power and power more abundantly. I want you to know this morning that God is here. Maybe you're here this morning, every head bowed, every head closed, and you're saying, Pastor, I don't, I don't know Jesus. I've never accepted Jesus in my heart. I came here with the visitor. I've been, this is my first time here. I've I, I never been to church. But I need Jesus. I, I'm blind. I've got issues. I, I, I'm stuck in the tomb, and I'm, I'm dead in my sin. And, and I know if I would die today, I know heaven wouldn't be my home. But you're here today, and you're saying, Pastor, I want to make heaven my home. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my heart to God this morning. If that's you this morning, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. Anyone here? I want to give my life to God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I, I, I haven't been doing what I should be doing. I know what's right, but I haven't been doing it. And I, I want to get things right with God this morning. I, want, I need to get myself right with God this morning. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. You're here this morning, you're saying, Pastor, I've been, I've been going through some stuff. I've been going through some issues. I, I've, I've, I've haven't been seen straight. I haven't been seen clear. 
it's been foggy. It's been, it's been, I've been seeing weird. Even in the Bible, the Bible talks about there was a guy that was blind, but he, he, they said that people look like sticks. Sometimes you can think your vision is clear, but sometimes it's foggy. And God said, let, let, me, let, me, let me get rid of all the confusion. Let me get rid of all the weirdness going on in your sight. Let me restore back vision in you. See yourself dreaming again. See yourself believing again. See yourself having vision again for something great, something mighty for your marriage, for your children, for your ministry, for your life, for your job, for your business. Maybe you're here and you've been struggling with issues. A lot of different issues, secret issues. Secret issues are the worst. Issues in your marriage, issues with your family, with your children, financial issues. God says, come and push through that. Push through that. Push through that. We talked about the tomb and being dead in the tomb. And maybe, maybe yeah, it's been bad, it's been hard. But God's saying, rise, rise, Lazarus. Rise, come out of it. Listen, respond to my voice. Respond to his voice this morning. This morning, as we get ready to open up the altars, you, some of you lifted your hands for salvation. Some of you guys lifted your hands for, for restore, God to restore you again. I want you to come. Come now, now, now. Hands came over here. Hands were over there. Hands came from this way. But also, you know that you need God to do something in your life. I want you to come right now. If God spoke to you through the message, I want you to come. If you need God to restore your vision, restore your strength, to help you how to get out of that tomb, now's the time. This is your time. This is your time. Let his resurrection power take place. Let the power of the resurrection God take place now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we need you, Jesus. Oh, we need you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Restore, oh God. Restore hope, restore dreams, restore visions, oh God. Help us to believe again. Help us to dream again. Help us to stand. Help us to stand. Help us to stand, oh God. To stand on our word. To stand on you, God. To believe you. To trust you. Help us, oh God, to fight again. To fight for our marriage. To fight for our children. To fight for 